The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that for you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? But love your enemies. Do good and lend expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. On the screen, there's a picture of a gentleman named Julian Treasure. He's a communications expert. And uh, this is a photo of him during his, uh, one of his TED Talks. And in the second session of the TED online retreat that we're doing right now, which we have probably about 100 85 people participating, and I think about six Ursuline sisters uh, are joining us. His TED Talk was the one I used for the second session to reflect on and to think about how we listen, or maybe how we don't listen very well. And he gives a beautiful presentation, which will be probably shorter than this homily, about how we're called to listen, not only with our ears, but our minds and our hearts. And in his talk, he presented kind of the context of the world that we're in, how difficult it is to truly listen. He talked about the fact that the world is noisy and it's tiring to listen. We're bombarded, you know, with, uh, uh, you know, beeps from our smartphones to uh, the noise that is all around us, not just uh, music or sounds, but voices. And, you know, for many people, the constant uh, need for noise and the fear of silence is real. It's, it's a noisy world and it's tiring because of all of these different things 
coming to us, it can be overwhelming. He also said that we're impatient. And, you know, we're always looking for those sound bites. I know early, you know, in my high school career when you were looking to, uh, you know, read, reading books for English class, you're looking for the Coles notes, right? You know, we're looking for those quick summaries that we can kind of absorb, or for us now, the, the tweets or, or the headlines of things online that we're very impatient and we're looking for those sound bites even on the news. Not even talking about the topics or the issue at, at, at hand, but looking for the sound bite that will be popular or be remembered. He also talked about breaking news, and I think uh, at any time of day, everything is breaking news now. Everything is uh, because, uh, you know, news agencies that want to get our attention, and so it's constantly, constantly, you know, breaking news, a, uh, you know, a cat is riding on a skateboard. You know, that could be breaking news now. Everything's breaking news, and we're getting desensitized to what real breaking news can be. In that, we're overwhelmed. We do not pay attention to the subtle and the understated. One of my favorite authors is Malcolm Gladwell. And a lot of his writing and his podcasts that he does looks at those things in, in events of history or circumstances where he kind of looks at those things that are understated, those things that kind of in the background or those subtleties that really can tell us the story for us to help find the truth. But in a, such a loud world, we forget those. And then because our lives are so overwhelmed, we kind of have these noise-canceling headphones, literally, you can get those, to block out the world. But we also, what we do, Julian Treader says, is that we create these sound bubbles that we kind of hear what we want to hear. And we can see that in media, the, the variety of media that instead of, you know, finding the truth in issues and concerns and topics, a lot of us gravitate to what we like to hear and stay away from what we don't like to hear. We've created these spheres and we're not listening to one another. I thought it was a great summary of kind of where we're at in our world and I was thinking about that and so I'm introducing a new, this is a four homily message series that's going to kind of journey through this end of ordinary time and enter into the seizing of Lent. And the title is, Can You Hear Me Now? The Art of Listening and Living as a Faithful Disciple. And I think it's important for us not only to listen to each other, but to have uh, our ears and hearts and minds open to listening to God as well. And I think there's better ways that we can listen which will make us better disciples. What's the foundations for this series? First is listening really involves our hearts and minds. It's not just our ears. It's not just a, a passive activity. You know? If God wants to speak to us, we need to listen. If we want to understand the world, we need to be able to listen to one another. But it's opening our hearts and our minds to having conversation to having dialogue, and that's so important. The art of conversation, though, unfortunately, has been replaced with broadcasting. And in Julian Treasure's presentation, he talks about that. Fact is that we're really good at broadcasting our views, our opinions, our insights, but we're not very good 
at listening. And finally, conscious listening creates understanding. If we really are attentive, or we're really open, we will get to an understanding of each other, but also of how God calls us to be living and faithful disciples in our world today. Part of the reality of broadcasting, you just look at social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, uh, TikTok, someone's got to explain that to me, uh, and then and also your smartphones. They're, these are kind of broadcasting devices to convey messages, to convey your thoughts, which is all great. But has it really helped us in dialogue and conversation and listening to one another? I don't think so. If you just look at the comments on a Twitter feed or your Facebook feed of different things, there's not conversation. It's just oftentimes louder broadcasting. You listen to me. You know, this is... And so we lose this sense of this dialogue, this conversation. Expand that to kind of our day-to-day lives, where are, there are challenges of listening and maybe more broadcasting than not. In our marriages, friends, relationships, those people whom we encounter. To expand that a little bit more, parents and children. You know, oftentimes you see young people, parents don't understand where I'm at, they're not listening to me. And the parents will say, they're not listening to me. I tell them to do their homework or clean their room. They're not listening. Are we having conversations or are we broadcasting? Politics and government, just by bringing this up, blood pressures have risen already. Right? You know, the true art of politics is to dialogue and debate to get to a truth. It's not what's happening in politics today. It's who can get the sound bite and who can be louder in trying to convince people to go their way without a regard of getting to what's best and what's the truth. Pandemic policies. Are, they, are we listening to one another? Are we trying to seek understanding? Uh, is, are things being communicated? What are we understanding? What are we basing all those things on? Again, are we listening or are we broadcasting too much? Indigenous reconciliation, I've encountered a small few people that are saying, why are we even doing this? They don't seem to want to try to find the truth and to learn the story and to seek the healing that is necessary for us to be brothers and sisters, to proclaim the good news, to move forward together. But in order to do that, we have to listen and understand one another and to understand our past and to seek that reconciliation and healing to move forward. Even in church world, there's a lot of broadcasting and not enough listening, conservative, liberal. We're going to do this, we're going to do that. That even exists in the church and even in families of parishes. We've always done it this way. We can't do that. And yet when I, you know, I've come here to Chatham to see the five amazing churches that make up this family, the beautiful, all of you beautiful and and faith-filled and talented people, the grace and the opportunity for us to support one another and to give of the gifts of each of the five parishes 
to help proclaim the good news. I see lots of great things. Lots of things have been done, but continue to be done to be able to help everyone listen to God's grace in this world. That's what we're called to in this art of conversation, to be those faithful disciples. In the gospel, Jesus says, I say to you that listen. It's important for us to open our hearts and our minds to listen to each other, but also to listen to God. And he goes through an entire list. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. And he goes on. Go off the list. Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Give to everyone. Expect nothing in return. Be merciful. Do not judge. Do not condemn. Forgive. And there's more. And these are not just commands. These are things we know we should be doing as faithful disciples, not only for our friends or our family, but to, for everyone. But I believe if we do these things as faithful as we can, we can truly listen to God and listen to each other to bring down the divisions. Because when we try to broadcast and out-broadcast one another, that's where the divisions happen. That's where the tears in the, uh, in the garment of our society, our world, and our church happens. These are not just things we should be doing because it's good to be Catholic to do that or to be a disciple, but I truly believe if we try to live these out to the best way we can, we listen and understand one another and we understand God much better. And that's when the healing, that's when the strengthening, that's when God's grace and light enters into our lives most fully. You know, in this first homily, I want to kind of set up the context as we move forward, the need for us to kind of recalibrate our listening because Jesus gives a warning in the gospel, for the measure you give will be the measure you get back. The more we seek to listen, the more we be as faithful as we can to understand one another, to serve one another, the more time we open up our hearts to saying, God, it's not my way, it's your way, the more you give will be the measure. The measure you give, the measure you give back. The more we do this, the more grace enters into our lives. The more we do this, the more strength that we get to be those courageous disciples in a world that is filled with noise and not enough love. Filled with broadcasting, but not enough silence. Filled with divisions and closed minds and hearts, and not enough unity and a willingness to open up our minds and hearts to new things, to new ways, to new opportunities. So as we continue in our Mass, hopefully you listened a little bit to the homily. Get it? Listen. Okay, everybody's woken up. Good. Can you hear me now? Right? So this four-part homily series, part two will be next weekend at St. Ursula's and St. Joseph's. And, and you'll be able to, there'll be a link on the site if you missed that one. There's also an article in the bulletin this weekend about this homily. And then I'm going to take a break as I'll be at Our Lady Victory. And then we'll continue on uh, in the series as well. So this is a four-part one. And again, it's going to cross over into Lent, which is, I think is a great chance for us to listen more. Because Lent is that opportunity for conversion 
for renewal, for transformation. Let us, as we continue in our Mass, listen to the Lord's love as, by opening our hearts as he feeds us in the scriptures that have been proclaimed in the Eucharist that is offered. And let us this week kind of look at how can I turn down some of the noise that is around me so I can hear God's voice and listen to each other.